Hi, I'm the comedian and quizzer Paul Sidha, and I cannot recommend highly enough the benefits of listening to the Promoter Mouth podcast. Do it now. Pablo, episode number 15 of the Promoter Mouse podcast. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Pablo Donaldio. Uh, Kai Barron. Oh. Yeah. Well, you, well, it's got a nice ring to it. 15, our 15th birthday. Our 15th birthday coinciding uh, with? With the White Horse's 15th birthday. Which is where you're going later. It's, it's older than 15, isn't it? No, he's had it for 15 years. Right. And uh, he's got another seven left on it. Right. Who do that? What? Take on a pub for 22 oh. years. It's 15. Yeah, but he's got another seven. Oh, he's got another seven. Yeah, he'll want more than that, won't he? I don't know if he will. He might not get it. We'll have to ask him. I I think I think he's going to do his time and then put his feet up. Mm. That's what I think. Well, we won't. We'll just carry on. We'll find out later if yeah. we pop down there. Yeah, well, let's do that. Yeah. yeah. So, Simon Pack, what are you up to after seven in seven years' time? Yeah. He'll have no hair left. And his liver will be an absolute mess. He's doing all right for hair, for his age. Yeah, got another yeah. seven years though. Yeah, Let's come back in seven years and see what his bar looks like. I've got a question for you. Go on. How's your week been, Pablo? Uh, the la- the latter part has been very alcoholic, but yes, it's been all right. I went to Wakefield and I bought some. Bottles of Prime. I didn't go to Wakey Wines. You didn't buy Prime, did you? I, I found some Prime in the supermarket, so I bought some for my um, uh, a future um, stepson. You still have problems naming your family members, don't you? Yeah, well, it's <laughs> <You're> a, always... <laughs> I'm in a transitional period, so you're I have always, to think about it. You always steer off course. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah fantastic. A prime. I've been I've been looking in Asda now and again when I when I go past. Never any there, but well, Wakey Wines are selling it for like twenty quid a bottle. I've got, I've got a bit of a prime hack for you. Um, in, in in the Asda's in well, actually, it's Asda's in Dewsbury. Um, they they didn't have them anywhere in the store. You had to queue up at the cigarette counter where the customer services is, and then they hand them over. Oh, I so see. That, so that's what's going down. So try that. And just uh, just for the purposes of balance, um, other shit energy drinks are yeah. available. Yeah, they are. Um, it's I can't get my head around why they're so expensive and so popular. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, it's on the back of a couple of YouTubers. Yeah, fair play to them. Fair play to them. They made millions out of it. Yeah, millions and millions by just plugging it and plugging it, and then not having any available, and it became an absolute chaotic mess of of kids that couldn't afford it, paying ten, twelve quid a bottle. Well, they they were selling them at the Arsenal Stadium. You could have a bottle of Prime and a pint for like eleven quid or something. Uh, that's standard at a uh, football uh, football ground. So people were picking them up there as well. Anyway, well, let's stop talking about that shit. We're YouTubers, so maybe we should have an energy drink. We should, yeah. What should we call it? I don't know, um, past Prime. Past our Prime, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that works. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll sell, for every bottle you buy, you get a Promoter Mouths mug, which will be available soon uh, as merchandise. Yeah, only £25 a mug, I imagine. 
Can you scroll that down a bit, please, Kai? I can't see it from here. I was gonna, what are you looking for? Well, I wrote down some things that I did this week, and then I couldn't see them. And because I have got a shit memory, I couldn't... So, yeah, that's the other thing So did, did you have to write? you have to write down the things you did during the week? Well, is I did. Bad, is that how bad it's getting for you in your old age, <laughs> Pablo? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I, I literally can't remember the day before yesterday, you know. Well, that I, was, yeah. Uh, well, I can, actually. I, I was in Wakefield. Okay. But, but any, anyway, anyway. But you can't remember much of yesterday evening, can you? No, I'm a bit cloudy. I, well, I, yeah. It's I, always reassuring when, when we start a podcast, when you sit down and go, oh, I'm feeling absolutely shit today. I was on the piss last night. It's always, it always reassures me it's going to be a good one. I don't do that every time. No, but on the occasions like yeah. today, yeah. when you do that, yeah. I think, let's see how this goes. Yeah. Luckily, you've got a lot of things written down to remember. <laughs> That's what's going on. Let's tell everybody what's going on. Yes, let's do that. Um, two rival comedy promoters happen to live in the same sleepy town in Norfolk. Rather than be at each other's throats competing for territory like crap Colombian cartel leaders, we have joined together with a joint aim of banging on about the UK comedy scene through the lens of also living in an idyllic English market town. Oh, that was beautifully read there. Considering all the alcohol you consumed yesterday, that was a really good rendition. It's it's just muscle memory. Mm. So, coming up this week, I'm doing, we didn't do this last week, and I think it helps the listener know if we tell them what's coming up. Do you? I, I do, yeah. It helps me. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well, go coming up away. Yeah, so coming up, we have our usual sections, Praise B, Comedy Rumours, forward slash shithousery, Parking Like a Twat in Loddon and Chedgrave, Opinion Whores, Hellfire and Damnation, and Contrition. Well... At least that's the plan. Well, that is the plan, and I think we are going to stick to it because we've got something for every one of those categories today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We haven't changed those categories um, and it's, and it's, since day one. It seems we've, we've hit on a, a magic formula. Do you think so? I reckon so, yeah. yeah. I like the sound of that. So what have you been doing apart from Wakey? Well, I've been to the White Horse on two occasions, and including tonight, it'll be three times, so, you know. Did they have the landlords on? Uh no, actually, uh, on last Sunday they didn't. They uh, but they had um, they had a nice drop on. It tasted a bit different. I can't remember what it was called, but it was nice. So it, I was forced into having something different. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But it's all right. But on Tuesday I went and saw a spirit medium, a, a guy called Stephen Treadaway. He gets about a bit. He does get about. Yeah, he goes to all the same places. That well, a lot of the same places I've sort of at one point probably put a gig on. Some places book him every yeah. every month or so. He's a yeah, bit of a yeah. pull sometimes, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, it, it's, it's a weird old dude. I mean, of course, it's going to be a weird old dude. It's a spirit medium, and uh, I don't know where 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 are you on the whole. What's your take on it? Do you believe in it? Or well, I hear enough stories of people going, "Oh, I can't believe he said that," and, and uh, I, I, there's no way he could possibly have known that. Yeah. Um, and then, then there's a part of me thinks, well, maybe he got the uh, the list of who's booked in and I had a little Google. There's a little bit, part of me thinks that might be it. If he says, oh, can I have the uh, yeah, yeah. the guest list? Who's coming to? And yeah. then and then he he looks up Pablo Donaldio yeah. and and he thinks, okay, I've got this one. I'm gonna yeah, yeah. I'm gonna pick him out because he's on table three, and I'm gonna say to him something like, oh, shame about shame about that thing that happened. 
or whatever. What thing? And well, um, I'm getting. What happened? Well, I'm I'm getting I'm getting alcohol and um, I'm getting um, poor service experience. I'm getting a bird. I'm getting a bird like a seagull, and and it's wearing a Christmas hat, and it's just it, it's just crashed crashed into a bus. Um, any any of that? He he didn't he didn't pick up on 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 uh, the shit Christmas dinner at the goal, but um, he did pick up on one or two things. Well, funnily enough, right before I went, I was talking to a couple of colleagues in my day job, and I was telling them I was going to go, and I was sort of saying, if you look at a person of a of a, of, of a particular age and background, and you, you you can probably guess that they've got an either an Auntie Margaret or an Auntie Rita. And if they're of a particular age, there's a good chance that Rita or Margaret are dead. Oh, is that how you think he's working it out in his head? I think there's a little bit of that. He plays the odds, doesn't he? And he talks out a lot of stuff, and it's only the stuff that's correct that you remember. Well, I was overhearing conversations, and uh, he goes to the White Horse frequently. Yeah. And, I mean, without taking anything away from the man, I think a few people were a little disappointed by, oh. the, by this this uh, this game. Oh, no, I don't know. I think, he, I think he did really well. But what I was going to say was, I, I said that, and then when he came to me, and he, 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 he said, uh, um, getting a Margaret, I thought, yeah, yeah, you can do <laughs> So he did exactly that. Yeah. But I think I think he brings a lot of things to, to the table, and those things may well be what he already knows about you and what's online. Um, um, and... Actually, cold reading somebody, making assumptions about somebody, and it, I imagine he gets very good at that because he does it an awful lot. And who knows, he might actually be a little bit mystic. Okay, there were people there um, on Tuesday, um, and he, he, you could tell he was hitting aces like uh, right through. Okay, and, and there were there, there was like uh, ladies sort of cuddling each other and comforting each other because he was like properly nailing nailing it with. With, wow. with, with bits. So a bit of a bit of a a, a feast. A, a, what was it? A couple of courses? Did you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah three yeah. course meal and a bit of a bit of um, reminiscing of of childhood traumas. So that's not a that's not a great night out, is it? No, it's all right. It, it was, it's got, it's it's if you've not seen Stephen Treadaway, as well as being extremely skillful, however he does it, he does do it. He he, he hits a lot a lot of aces, but he's also a funny fucker. Is he? He's really, really funny. So it's worth the night. Just just as a night out, it's definitely worth a look. Nice. That's good. Stephen Treadway, he'll be coming to a church hall or something near you yeah, very yeah. soon. Have you seen the um, <laughs> Phoenix Knights clip with the, what's he called, Clinton Baptiste? Yes. And he said, I'm getting a word. I'm getting a word. And then he homes in on this guy and looks at him and goes, getting a word. Nonce. And the whole <laughs> room goes, oh! Like, <laughs> <laughs> then the poor guy's like going to be labelled a nonce in his community forever. <laughs> I've been to a psychic once and he said to me, he said, um, I can see a lot of money coming your way. And I and that was nice. And then when I went outside, I got hit by a securicore van. Oh. What else have you been doing? Oh, here's one. Nat West yeah, gave like me some of the shittest advice I've ever received. What was that? Didn't never trust a man who wears brown shoes? No, it wasn't that. I was online, and it's got loads of little apps, right, um, that you can now look at. One does, you know, it'll help you work out your budget and things like that. Oh, right. And one of them I clicked on, and here's the advice it gave me. To, it must have been to save a bit of money. Yeah. Rent second-hand clothing. 
rent second-hand clothing. Consider renting second-hand clothing. And that is, a, that is a advice it gave me on the NatWest website. Oh, okay. I kid you not, and it's on there, and I just thought that is the weirdest thing I'd ever thought. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not that hard up. But yeah. you, you, you can go to Matalan, or Matalan, as I like to call it, and buy something that was probably made in a sweatshop by a 12-year-old lad for next to nothing. You can, yeah. <laughs> or you can you can go on to ASOS and buy something, wear it out, and then send it back. Can you can you do that, can you? Yeah, yeah they'll yeah. take it back, free post. Or back to the 12-year-old lad who made it. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, yeah. That's why I know... <laughs> what I, the fuck are we going to do with I this? I never return anything to... <laughs> I'll see the back of this. Yeah, yeah. Places like Primark, you return it and you just know that that might end up going back and a, and a, a small child, an eight-year-old yeah. in a sweatshop is going to get a flogging for it. Yeah, I know. You know, it's a sad state of affairs. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. that was the advice Nat West gave me. Uh, not too bad advice for certain situations. I was thinking about this. What, renting second-hand clothes? Oh, because I'm getting married, aren't I? Sorry, Sorry, ladies, but um, I'm getting married at the end of the year, and I'm thinking about I've got I've got to get a suit for it, and okay. and, and, and I'm you know as much as I, I like my Matt Allen suits, um, I don't think I'll get away with a Matt Allen suit for for my wedding. Yeah, when I, when I got married, it, it was a last minute thing, the the suit thing. We weren't going to do it. I had I had a suit bought, and then I thought, no, I'm going to go, and we hired top uh, suit and tails. You hired, yeah. So, so yeah, but that was for a special occasion. You oh, can, that's you, what it means, though, isn't it? I'm sure they do. It's not saying sort of hire, hire a week's worth of underpants and send them back or something. Well, that's what it sounded like to me. Uh, you know, hire second-hand clothing. Right. I mean, who, who's who's actually renting out pants? So I know a lot of the shops sell second-hand clothing, but I don't know if they hire them out. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah, I just thought that what was you want odd advice from my bank. It's buy. I mean, you could buy, like, a, a nice suit. Wear it for your wedding, and then take it back after a week and say, sorry, it doesn't fit. Yeah, true. And the sort of advice I think it should have given me is stop buying four cans of San Miguel every other day. <laughs> that, that might have helped. Yeah, you yeah. Know, that sort of thing. Is, have stay, you a, stay away from the white horse for a, a, at least a week or so. Have you got one of those wardrobes that makes all your clothes shrink, like what I have? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah, it's not even funny. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I had a few... Um, a few weird texts from you after the last pod. Oh, uh, yeah, because and I was, uh, yeah, I, I, I was living it up in that there, lower stuff. Yeah, you were out in the town, and then you said, "Well, I'm going off, I'm going off radar now because I'm out having a few drinks." And then I got a series of weird misspelled messages, and even a voicemail from your son ah. telling, telling me how much he enjoyed the podcast randomly ah. at midnight. Ah, that's nice. Yeah, it was off your phone. I think yeah. you just handed it over and said, "You deal with him." <laughs> yeah, pretty much how it went, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, we uh, we went to um, a place called The Welcome in, in the north side of Lowestoft. And if you can imagine if someone put a bar next to the set of Jeremy Kyle, and that's where all the guests go for their after drinks. Okay. That's what it, I would not be, well, that's, that's quite the welcome tree, isn't it? But, but it does look a little bit like that. And they had two guys like doing the karaoke, and they were wearing like Chuckle Brothers shirts. Oh, nice! Uh, they weren't actually Chuckle Brothers shirts, but they looked like the Chuckle Brothers with the sort of garb that they had on. Okay. Yeah. And but, mis- did they have moustaches? Uh, yeah, I think one of them did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one? To, to me, <laughs> <laughs> or to you? It's one of them, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But it, it was just a weird experience. And, and early on as well, I went. Uh, we went to a place called. And this is. I was going to put this in the next section. Uh, praise be. But um, I'll say we I went to uh, Lounge India in Lowestoft. So if you're a local listener. The uh, the restaurant that gets all the praise is uh, Lowestoft Tandoori, and I don't think that's right. It's not even the third best restaurant in uh, oh, Indian in uh, that's Lowestoft. That's controversial. I don't, yeah, well, I, I know my stuff, so you know it's got all all the awards. If you like extra stuff, like over and above what you've ordered, and the guy you come over with a big smile on your face, and you go, "Oh, what a treat!" He's giving me way more food than I can possibly eat. Well, that's the place for you. But if you like your place, if you like your food, really nice. Uh, I recommend Lounge India. It was nice. I walked away feeling full. Lovely. And, and you know, decent portions, but like well, I don't think not I, being overfed. You I know don't think mean? I've ever come away not feeling full from a from a Indian restaurant. You always leave a bit, don't you? No. No, rarely do yeah. I leave no. anything. Yeah. Yeah. I like to hoover it all up. Yeah. I try to, but um sometimes I don't always win that one, depending on what time of night it is and where we are. Shall we move on? Yeah, let's do that. What's this section? This is Praise B. Oh, what what do we do in Praise B, Pablo? Uh, in this section, we uh, we list the things that have happened to us that have been nice or the nice people we've met in the week since the last pod. Well, you've just thanked the people of uh, the lounge uh, Tandoori uh, or India. Um, now, um, I'm going to thank someone. Go on. I got... I got um, um, Collared in in the White Horse recently by a regular, um, his name and is Gary Schilling. He's a he's a local celebrity uh, and groundsman, and he's also, as I've discovered, he's the ferryman. He's one of them. He's one of the ferrymen. Yeah, yeah. Of a Reedham ferry that gets ah, you across from right. one side to the next. Okay, yeah, I've I've been on there a few times. Sometimes I go for a run in Reedham and. Uh, I go through and I have to pay the minimum fare because paying by the card, like 50p there and 50p back doesn't cut it because their mm. their their machine charges them more, so you have to give them 150. For months and months, my wife was talking about going on the Reedham Ferry, yeah. right? And uh, she didn't realise what it actually was, which is, she. I think she had the impression it was a bit like, uh, you know, a uh, like a sea-going ferry which takes yeah, right. you on a sightseeing tour. Like ferry across the Mersey or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I drove down past it to see what all the fuss was about. And, yeah, I think you can probably shout your order across the river to the pub, can't yeah, you? Yeah, And yeah. pick it up later. It's something that you must do if, if you're in, in the area. Get, um, and I've done this before with Mrs Pablo. We've, 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 we've gone across and we've had a Sunday lunch in the Reedham Ferry pub. And yeah, and you, you go across by the Reedham Ferry. Well, going back to it though, I, um, Gary Schilling, the yeah. ferryman, Gary the ferryman, uh, came up, said he loves listening to the podcast, and he, when he's mowing the lawns and doing his grounds, working all sorts, he listens to it, uh, loves the local stuff, um, and I can picture him now on that ferry with a yeah. bottle of rum, a little sailor's cap, and I bet he's got his feet up, and he's taking his fifty p's. What a life! Two pound fifty for cars. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Five pound both ways. I think. I think it's that. You wouldn't want to get. Can Can you sort of go over and drive back, or is it a bit of a track? You can park in the car park, and then you can go over as a pedestrian. Um, and and I think if you go into the pub, you don't have to pay. 
But there's, there's other pubs in Reedham as well that are worth a look. Nice. Okay. I might try it now. See what Captain Gary's, uh, what his new gig is. Give him some pod flyers. He could hand one over to every car that comes past. And then they can have got something to listen to. You can say, oh. Welc- welcome to, welcome to uh, Lodden. Or, well, it's not Lodden. Where, where are you? You're in Reedham on one side. When you're on the other side, where are you? It's like Hales, isn't it? Something like that. Felton or, or yeah. uh, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. We'd have to make the first. How long does it take to cross? About four minutes? That's, right. That's enough time for them to scan a dad. Yeah, but we better make the first four minutes of the pod really, really good for those people. Nah, they'll just leave it on. And then we, we'll get them in the end. Okay, yeah. That's, can... that's how we got our listeners going. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Despite our really slow, lame starts, they stick around. How about we get Gary to put it on a speaker, get a little, get a little uh, Bluetooth speaker... No, I force want da- people to listen. No, I want, want downloads. You want the downloads, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you've changed. Do you, remember, <laughs> do, you, do you remember when we started? You were like, oh, I'll do this if there's only five people. Yeah, I wouldn't mind if it was just a couple of people listening, and now you're like, we need the downloads. Let's get them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was a good week last week. Get the ferryman to hand out flyers. We had our highest daily downloads. Brilliant. Once again, hit yeah, a new yeah, high. Yeah, fantastic news. Went yeah. back up in the charts, down and up again. It was good. Um, but yeah, up, up and down like a bride's nighty. Just remember where you come from, <laughs> Pablo. Just remember those those you know humble roots. I've got sat, I've got sat nav on my phone. Keep yourself grounded, will you? Oh right, yeah. You know, it's going to your head all this fame and you know all this all this international. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we said it's a bit like it's a bit better than being in a band, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, because because. Yeah. You know, I don't know how many bands, you know, people just randomly come up and uh, maybe say, oh, I was listening to your song yesterday in the car. You know, that sort of thing. It does happen. I was yeah. in the oh, band once, happen, so people yeah. come along and say, oh, you want a guy in the band? Yeah. It happened to me once. But to to get that reach, you need to be on the radio, don't you? Um, well, or on the well, internet now, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, randomly what happened, I did a gig in one side of London, and then the following day I was in the other side of London, and coincidentally, a bloke who was at the gig said, are you that guy that's in the band? So I was like, yeah, yeah. And he said, oh, I was there last night. Nice. It felt very good. On the subject of bands, it's looking, and I'm quite excited about this, it's looking like Oasis might well be on the cards for the, in the next 12 or 24 months. Yeah. It is looking like it. I, I think there was an April Fool about that this morning. This oh, morning, was there? there? I didn't there was, see there, that There was one. a Twitter thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, no. But it's been going on. It's been brewing. And you said about him getting divorced, and that's going to free up his uh, kind of uh, state of mind, maybe. I don't know. But um, he keeps saying, you know, I haven't had that phone call, and he's got my number. And Liam's on the other side going, well, he's damaged the brand now. And I think if it's going to be done, it'd be on Liam's terms, I reckon. Oh, they've got to do a Netflix of it. Yeah, but, but Brilliant. Noel's not selling out stadiums. No, but, well, but Liam is. He's doing all right. He's done that worth again, hasn't he? He is, yeah. But I tell you what, Noel's latest single, really, really good. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's fantastic. I forget the name of it, but it's, it's uh, yeah, typically Beatlesque. Um, I'll take your word but, for but that. It's very, very haunting. It's, yeah, it's worth a look. I'll, I'll put a bit on the page. I've steered away from Noel because I, you know, I'm Team Liam. But um, yeah, it looks like it might be on now. If you do uh, get tickets, get more than you need, so I can have one. Yeah, yeah, and I'll get more than I need in case you don't get one. But I'd rather have too many than none at all. I've got tickets for Arctic Monkeys, right? 
they're, they're coming to uh, um, Carroll Road in the in 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 the summer, and and. Um, I had to buy their album to get the tickets. That was the only option for me, and and I found then I found out that the tour was basically them touring their new album. Okay, I listened to the new album. What a pile of wank! Oh, that was <laughs> that's a bit harsh. That isn't was it? a bit harsh. Oh, there might mate, be people look, who really like them. No, well, I really like the Arctic Monkeys, but this album is. is no, it might be a grower. People said that about the Stone Roses' second album, and and it, it needs to needs to do some growing. Okay, it, it sounds it sounds it's really well produced. It's like a cinema soundtrack with a weird pub singer over the top of it. Okay, um, yeah, but you can't call it a pile of wank. <laughs> you know, well, a lot of, a lot of artistic expression. Yeah, and, it was probably work, hard to do. Yeah, and a lot of work, let's just say it was a bit of a misfire then. Okay. I would hate to think that people were saying that about our podcast, wouldn't you? Well, and there must be people thinking it. They've got to be thinking it, you know. I mean, we come out of it every time we do it, going, "That was a pile of wank," but they still, they still keep coming. <laughs> You've put Simon Gibbs and the helicopter drama. What, uh, what's been going on? It sounds like an episode of the A Team. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, it, it it was all happening. Well, I was in Dewsbury, right, and then I stayed overnight in Wakefield. And the next morning, I got like WhatsApp message, messages that I've seen that I've not seen, uh, and I've woken up to. That's how it works when you look at your phone when you wake yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, it does. There's a bit of lab with that. I mean, it? it'd be it'd be weird if you woke up to a load of messages that had come through while you were sleeping that you'd already read. Yeah, you know, weirdly that has happened. But any anyway, um, yeah. So first one from the missus saying, oh, "The air ambulance is is here, and there's a big commotion. There's like twenty ambulances, and like it, it's like you know." So it's proper kicking off, and then the next one was that from Simon Gibbs. We'll see him later. He'll, uh, he is, might... he a, is he one of our patrons? No, no, he, he, he's he's uh, he's a uh, um, he's a freeloader. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, we, and we, I bet we, he goes around saying, "Yeah, my mate's got a podcast." Yeah, and thinking he's the bee's knees. Yeah, but without being Billy a Big Bollocks no. with his podcast mates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Simon the... Gibbs. But sort no, no. Yeah, sorry, I sound. But what 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 he does do though. And I don't know whether this is a compliment or not, because he's seen that the ambulances and, and and what have you are near our house, and he lives at the other side of the, uh, just lives up the street, and he sent us a message to see if I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks if he, his first go to was like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, Pablo's had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, well. I wouldn't think that, but everyone does lose their shit when the air ambulance comes in. Yeah, everyone's every, everyone's sticking their heads out the window, so, switching their curtains. Yeah, I suppose that's not been on a lot, lot of now. And then it's like, oh, the helicopters are up. What's going on? And they just yeah. want to know. It's like, well, chill out. Yeah, I yeah. know. Well, I mean, we're, we're joking. Somebody obviously didn't have a great morning, so we should. <laughs> yes, should we move on? Be better, I think. Yeah, getting awkward. Let's move on to comedy rumors forward slash. Yeah, you like saying that word. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I like the forward slash because because it, it's totally irrelevant and is it's it's but it's become part of it. I like, like say I genuinely like saying forward slash because it just sounds pedantic and I like that level of pedantry. It's, it's a bit of pissy. It sounds a bit pissy, doesn't it? That's why I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's a pissy. It's, and if you give it slightly, you give it a little bit of grandeur. It's ridiculous. So comedy rumors forward slash shit house. A lot of sibilance there. Sibilance. 
essays, you know. You bring in your English teacher's skills. Yeah, Siblings. And it's probably a word you use when you're a drama teacher as well. Uh, No, I I was a latecomer to the word siblings. I I must say I'm fairly recent. I mean, like, literally, like, by about sort of 20 seconds now, I think, yeah. Well, and and on today's uh, episode of Let's Learn English, we've got Pablo Donaldio, who's learning the word siblings. Say the word siblings, Pablo. Siblings. Oh, well done. (laughs) Siblings has lots of S's. There we go. Is That's that what it means? A word with the S's in it? Well, it's the sibilance, is the, the, the repetitive S sound, or the, the use of S's. Oh, like sausages. Like, just like sausages, well done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about shits? Yes, yes. Yeah. Right, come on, let's, let's, let's get on with this shithousery comedy rumours. Have we got much? Well, we've got a few, haven't we? Um, <clears throat> one of mine will be this. May I begin? Yeah, you may. Okay. Um, and it's it's uh, it's silly season for comedians right now. Those that are going up to Edinburgh yeah. are preparing their new shows and people are booking them for gigs, doing their club sets. And many of them are sneaking in untested materials oh, that yeah, they've, the, they've never done before the and, then, and then brushing it off when it doesn't get a laugh. I mean, it will happen. And, yeah. um, you know, as much as I, you know, you, you have no power over it, um, I'm not sure whether, um, whether it's, it's great. I don't mind it. Practice. I genuinely don't mind it. Um, and I, I welcome it. Because what it also does, it, it puts the act in a danger zone. So, I mean, it, it, as long as it's a good act, right? Like, if it's headline level oh, act. Yeah, I'm, I'm also talking about... Less experienced acts that are uh, taking their right. shows, their first shows up there. Oh, that can fuck off. Yes. Yeah, you can come to do a club, don't, don't, don't take liberties there. If you, it, The reason why I make the distinguish, this, distinction between a, a, a sort of seasoned pro and somebody who's sort of not yet a seasoned pro uh, for shoehorning in uh, untried stuff at your gig um, is because if you do that and it doesn't get a laugh, you put yourself in a bit of jeopardy with the audience. They start losing trust with you and you end up in a slightly awkward uh, situation now for a season pro that actually can work to their benefit because they they, they can sort of um, live off the tension and bring it back round and but, t- take the momentum and I've seen them do it yeah. and they also know when to drop in that new material and how to get the fuck yeah. out of it yeah. if it doesn't go exactly. down exactly and they've got a plan and, and, and what have you yeah. and then there are there are some that are going to be bringing out their notepads yeah. for, for trying little bits of new material yeah. or whatever or bringing clipboards on stage yeah. um, can I try a bit of new material and then they bring out a clipboard and you're like for fuck's sake mate yeah, no. I didn't think, yeah and then they're sort of having a look over the shoulder for every five minutes um, yeah. yeah not ideal that's not ideal I'll tell you what the, the other, other pet hate of mine as well not clipboard I've, not, I've, I've seen that sort of open mic gigs uh, people are being up front about it so I don't mind when that happens at somebody else's gigs but if I book somebody that mine that would do me in. but the other thing that they, I'd say about 20% of acts do this they look at their watch to check whether or not they're um, you know how far into the set they are so they're, so they're timing it time it right but the thing is, when you look at a watch, if somebody, if you're talking to somebody, you're engaging with them, they look at you, then they look at the watch. 
Body language-wise, it's like saying, I've had enough. Like, yep. feel, I'm, I'm bored now, I want to well, go. Well, sometimes it was, it's all right because you've, you've said 20 minutes and they, they're trying to stick to that 20 minutes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Some, it's a little, little, little vibrating alarm or something like yeah. that. But but if you're looking at your watch, it just, it just sends out bad signals to me. Yeah, because I've seen that happen before where they've looked at their watch about three times and you just know they want to get, get back the out, in the car yeah. and yeah. go. Um, yeah, that really, that was what I wanted to put in there. As long as acts are up front about it, when you book them, can I do some new material? And sometimes you'll get a decent act yeah. who's doing some new material. And if you if you trust that act and they are, you know, um, yeah. experienced enough, no problem at all. Yeah. Um, and most of them won't just come and do all new material. They've got some bankers in there, which they know yeah, yeah, are yeah. going to keep things ticking over. But, yeah. Um, watch out for that if you're an audience member yeah. or, uh, yeah, I'm, I can't I'm, speak for promoters, but I'm, if you're an audience member, look out for the notepads and look out for the, oh, oh that needs work at the yeah, end yeah. of a thing that wasn't very funny and so on. I've had uh, pro acts actually ask me, do you mind if I shoot some new stuff in? Like, and I, 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 no, no problem with that at all. On the subject of um, Edinburgh shows, I've, um, I think it's an Edinburgh show anyway, but it's certainly a new solo show that's going to be doing the rounds and that's Ian Stone. Oh, yeah. Yep, I've got Ian Stone coming to Wizbeach in July to Brilliant. do his preview of his uh, new um, new show. Oh, that's fantastic. And it's in July, so if it is going up to Edinburgh, then it's going to be pretty ripe there. It's a great uh, act. Yes, fantastic. Yeah, I'm really fantastic. pleased to get, get him back up. He, he, he wasn't quite up for the trek to sleepy old Chedgrave again, because it is about three hours, because he doesn't drive. Um, it's even like two and a half on the, on the train to, uh, to Beckles or whatever. But... Um, it'll do Wiz Beach, do a preview, well, mid-July mid 15th. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. So what what more shit hours have we got here then? Wow, you've put... Oh yeah, pod copycats, question mark. Oh, and, <laughs> well, I don't think it is, to be fair. <laughs> it's nothing the, the, like it. It's nothing like ours, but somebody, somebody... What's the name of the podcast? Can you remember what it's called? Cause it's, you should it was, have been it was here last week. Yeah, yeah, and it's got good feed it's music. It's Paul Ricketts and Steve Gribbins. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it, it's a, more of an industry-based pod uh, rather than all the waffle that we sort of... I sent you a link co- and, you, and you said they're, copy, they're copycats. Yeah, I did at first, but that, but that, that's that's when I saw the premise. The premise was, like, they wanted to speak to comedy promoters. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, ah, they're onto the promoter thing. We're the promoter mouse. Oh, yeah. is that what triggered you? Yeah, that's what triggered me. But right. I, I gave it a listen and I did enjoy it because I'm a bit of a comedy nerd. So if you're not a comedy nerd, then it's probably not for you. Well, so I think people might get yeah. something out of it. Yeah, I reckon so. But there, it's, there was a bit at the end where they talked about something that uh, acts called gig maths. So don't do the gig maths because it'll only piss you off. What that is, an act. If you, so if you're... So can I just um, butt in here just for a second? From saying that you thought maybe they were copying us, now are you about to talk about something they were talking about? Yeah. Okay. Just thought just thought I'd raise that, <laughs> raise my hand on that one. Well, why? What's up with you? Well, are we not copying them now? No, I'm taking issue with what one of the things that they were saying. Okay, I thought you were about yeah. to start talking gig maths. Yeah, I'm, I'm t- about yeah. Well, what they were saying. They were basically lamenting that, well, they were saying they shouldn't do the gig maths. And what the gig maths is, try to wrap my hungover bloody mouth around that word. But anyway, what it is, it is an act will work how much they've been paid and work out how much money came through the door by, you know, if you've got 200 people, they all paid 20 quid to get in. That's four four grand through the door. Yeah. They'll look at their 150 quid and go, that hardly seems fair. 
right? And we'll get the, get the ump about it. And they 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 uh, talked about a um, when they went off to sort of confront a promoter about this. If there are comedians out there doing gig maths and getting hacked off, you've got to have it the other way around as well. Because if if you did a gig maths at a gig where you've got 150 quid in your pocket and you're looking around at the other acts and they must have, you know, you can sort of judge roughly what they might have in their pocket depending on where they are in their career and where they are on the bill. And you, 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 there'll be other gigs you can work out that there's actually more money being paid out than what there is being took in. So, so like you, you can't have it both ways, yeah. and and as a promoter, I've put. I mean, you you put one the other week in a, a new gig in Swaffham. You did a gig mass on that. You 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 know you, you took a bit of a loss leader on that for, for, to build up for future dates. So so if you you pack that out for about you know 150 people in your uh, venue in in Swaffham, yeah. Somebody comes along and does the gig mass. You say, well, you you weren't here when there was only 30 people in. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. So it's got it swings around about and. The promoter takes the risk. We we stick our necks on the on on the line. We take all the risk. We put the thing together, and you get paid regardless. So anyway, I just wanted to take a bit of an issue with the gig maths. Okay, yeah, I'm. I kind of see where where they're coming from. Um, I think it, it comes to a point where once once the acts are paid, I think you do deserve to get what you get out of it because you've got to push it and fill those seats. If it's selling out every month, then you know it's going to sell out then you can take the risk and not really worry about it. But, you know, I've got a couple of gigs coming up this weekend. Um, normally, we're close to sold out on them. Uh, they're probably half full at the moment. We've got, still got a week to go. I know the acts are going to get paid. Even if I stuck another 50 people in there, I think, that, yeah, there shouldn't be any argument over that. I don't think there's any guarantee that you're going to fill it up. No, and well, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, well, exactly that. I mean, you, you, at the beginning of what you just said, you said when if you know you're going to sell it out, the point is you don't. If you knew you were going to sell it out, you'd just repeat the trick all over and become an instant billionaire. As a general <laughs> rule of thumb, I work to about 50% of the potential house, and I know I'm going to spend that on the acts, and the rest is is yeah. is quite well-deserved if it, if it pulls off. Yeah. So if you can half fill a room, you've paid for yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So you know, forty. Yeah. It's probably forty to fifty percent. Probably where I'm at. It's about but right, I, isn't but it? I tend to go a bit top heavy on the headliner as well. Yeah. It, um, and I think once you've done the advertising, you put all the effort in, you've got everybody there. Um, yeah. If you agree to a fee, then yeah, don't mind. You've agreed to it. But there know? again, if somebody turns up and you've got three hundred people in, and you you're paying the headliner a couple of hundred quid, I I can see where that would probably not sit well. Yeah, you might have got lucky. Yeah, but I'd certainly, I'd certainly be looking to up the fee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would certainly be looking to pay more to the acts on the night. I mean, we're not talking, you know, the equivalent of fifty percent, but um, I think you, you know, if you slip them a, a little bit, bit more, bit, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think. And to be fair, okay, I have done that. I didn't say you yeah, haven't. Yeah, 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 you seem to be, you seem to be fighting your corner here on this one. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, just it, it made. I guess what it did when when I, when I heard about this notion of gig maths, and it made me think, oh god, it is a bit sort of wasn't themish with these sort of promoters and the acts, and it did, did make me feel a bit like that. So I thought, well, you know, I, I've got to put the other, other side to it. Yeah, well, I've I, had I mean, it in the past where it, a, a night has a new night has actually 
started selling a bit better and I've emailed the accent and said that I can afford to pay you a bit more, more like what you wanted in the first place, but you agreed to slightly less. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's worked in the past. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want I don't want an act to go away not wanting to come back. Yeah. And they certainly will do that if they feel like you've fleeced them. They, they might not make a big deal of it, but well, you might find that they, they, they might not pick up your calls. Well, here's, here's my point. They might feel like they've been fleeced, but they haven't all the time. Because if they go in and they see sort of 200 people, they go 100, 150 and and they see 200 through the door. They don't know how much the venue's taking. They don't know how much you're paying on advertising. They, no. they don't know how many sleepless nights you had when you weren't selling bloody tickets. You know, uh, yeah. so so it's it's not as straightforward as you might think. So you're doing gig maths, um, well, for start, do better gig maths I mean, and account the gigs that didn't actually sort of pay any money. Yeah, I mean, your Christmas gig, for example, you know, you you didn't fill fill that one up, and I can see why that, you know, at the end of the day, isn't is not going to uh, the, the numbers don't really add up as well mm. as yeah as as what, but you took the risk on it. And you don't yeah. you don't want to put a gig on, do all the hard work and all the effort, and then just about break even or or just about pay for the fuel to get you there. Yeah, um, yeah. but it happens. It does happen. I've had I've had nights. I mean, actually went into the black on that gig. Weirdly, uh, wasn't expecting to, but yeah, it went into the black, which was good. But I've had it before where everyone else has got paid apart from me. And I've had a good, you know, I've had I've had hundred plus people in, and that still happened because of I've got my own gig maths. So I'm a little bit wrong. So uh, if if uh, if you are into your podcasts and into your comedy podcasts, have a listen to. You should have been here last week. Yeah. All Ricketts and Steve Gribbins. It's a decent bit of listening. I've got here Charles. Conson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we we talked about Charles Bronson and on you, the podcast. Yeah, and you talked about how he'd found his son, who was a paparazzi yeah. photographer, and and yeah. they formed a relationship, a difficult relationship, and they made a documentary together. And Charles Bronson's uh, parole, no, his release appeal or whatever came up, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he didn't get it. He's gone. He, he's staying inside. They said you're too mental. And and this his son has been on telly. Yes. Speaking to Vanessa Feltz. Yeah. And revealed to the world that he's not his son. It was all a big it was all a big um wind up wind up. And he's an, an investigative journalist and he's made a load of money for, for Bronson and himself and they've fallen out now and he doesn't want to speak to him ever again and he's now walked away from the relationship and uh and says he wants his life back because this has just been totally all-consuming for him. Right. So he's made his money, and oh, we'll uh, put the videos onto our Facebook page. It's a, it's a fascinating it's a fascinating reveal that he's done because everybody thought he was his son, and he's not, and he never has been. They they came up with a bit of a trolling for the for the world. Ah, but that was yesterday. So what happened today, Kai? Well, April April the first. Yeah, yeah. So. Have you been done over twice? Oh, yeah. Has he, has he done you? No, I don't think he has. Have you checked yet? He might actually be his son. He's going. Ah, oh, that was that was that was a wind up. Oh, <laughs> again, <laughs> right. I'll have to have a look yeah, into this. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you ask, I mean, either way, it's it's a, you know it's brilliant, brilliant. I mean, they, they, they've been having a laugh with it, haven't they? Okay. And it's, it's made for some great television. And he's saying he never wants... Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to check it out. Bloody April for Pinch Punch, Pablo. <laughs> it's the first of the freaking month. 
What have we got next here, Pablo Donaldio? This is a parking like a twat in Loddon and Chedgrave. Oh, yeah. In brackets, local bits. Oh, nice. Uh, emulating how you do it. That was really, really nice. Um, yeah. yeah, I think you should do more of that. What have we got here? You've put CCTV. No, I thought you put that. It's not in my type. I don't type like that. <laughs> I wouldn't put a capital C and then, no. then lowercase letters for CCTV. No, well, I didn't know. It's not me. I didn't, I didn't know. Have, you been, have you been adding to this after a late night? Oh, maybe. Out on the source. Okay. Um, no, well. I think that was on from last week. And we just didn't, I didn't okay. delete it. So what did you want to say about it last week? I, nothing, I didn't write it. <laughs> I've got nothing to say about CCTV. Well, in that case, you've got nothing to say about parking like a twat in Loddon and Chedgrave. Is, is, is CCTV an issue in Loddon and Chedgrave? Not for me, it isn't. I did have a bit from this section and I thought I'd put it down. And maybe, maybe... Oh, not been doing your homework, Pablo? No, I'll send it to you. What are you doing? I'm looking for the bit. We're in the middle of a show. Talk about talk about acts looking at their notes and being ill prepared. What's this? Wow! It was a uh, somebody posted on here. I don't right? know. You're just going on Reddit now to see if there's anything interesting. No, this isn't a lot of I. No, it wasn't. This was actually in parking the the, the Facebook group parking like a twat in Loddon. The park, you know the Facebook group parking like a twat in Loddon Chedgrave. Yes, it's actually called parking like an idiot in Loddon Chedgrave. Not yeah, twat. I know. Yeah. Only just and you know what? There, there was a bit of talk on there uh, by one of the admins saying, "Oh, we're thinking of changing it." What's a twat? No, yeah, no, changing it from from idiot to or poor parking or something because they don't want to upset idiots. But it's full of them. I mean, that's that's just foolhardy. It's bad marketing. I actually thought what would be really good merch for us would be having a parking like a twat in Loddon and Chedgrave T-shirt. Oh, do you? I, I reckon that would sell. You, do you think so? Yeah, I do, yeah. Okay. That's up there with the merch ideas. Are you going to, are you going to invest in that one? Anyway, anyway this guy, um, right, he's, he's posted this uh, in Parking Like an Idiot in London, Chedgrave. This person just told me he will smack my head in and kill me if I post this. <laughs> he was chucking three empty water bottles under his car at Stave Court, and I caught him and his girlfriend. He was parked in front of a used driveway as well. Council and police will be informed of this. And there's pictures of this. Oh, uh, yeah, I saw the bottles. It's a BMW. I mean, it's always a BMW. He didn't pick the bottles up, though. Yeah, I, I've seen a fat family drive out of McDonald's, right? They've eaten their food in their BMW, a fat family in a BMW. They've filled their fat faces in the car park of uh, McDonald's. This was in Patefield, actually. And they were driving out, and as they were driving out, the window wound down, and hand came out, and they dropped a big bag in the street, and it just drove off. Wankers, absolute wankers. If you if you're listening and you do that, just stop listening. <laughs> you know, um, I I I will say I I went into the car park opposite Bridge Stores, and I did see after reading that I did see the bottles were still there. I, I thought Andy might have picked them up, popped them in the bin. He watched it, and he didn't do the community thing. He no, just went, yeah, yeah. no, you know, oh. I I I guess he was. Too busy posting. Yeah. Uh, on the that's what people do, isn't it? The first thing they do. Yeah, get the camera out. Yeah, yeah. get the camera out. Post yeah. it on the thing, and then deal with it afterwards. Well, I don't mind. It gives gives us fodder for the pod. Speaking of that, that's turning into quite a place. That is where that happened. The stave. The stave car park, because it's also in the news 
because it there's it gets filled up with uh, people getting drunk and and uh, ne'er do wells um, who have been upsetting the locals with not, their not right. inebriation and their special brew. Yeah, up north. They, 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 instead of ne'er do wells, you call them not rights. Not rights. Yeah, yeah, not rights and ne'er do wells. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. of them. I think what's happened is, and they're, what the, what they're trying to um, avoid doing is putting a blanket ban on the drinking of alcohol in public. Yeah, because it needs. I mean, people like having a cheeky glass of white wine with their picnic. They do, but also it would mean that the boats. The people on the boats who sit out getting absolutely smashed yeah. on the side of, you know, sitting out on outside their little, uh, what do they call them, cruisers and and uh, boats. their boats. Boats, yeah. Um, they won't be allowed to do that if they put the law in place. Yeah, no, well, they'll well, still do it, won't they? Well, they, they, they'd risk a fine. That's yeah. the thing. And what I think what happened is, because I think some of these not-rights and ne'er-do-wells yeah. came in on the boats... Uh, um, oh, why are they getting pissed up in a car park? I mean, it's, there's nicer places to get p- pissed up. Well, well, I think well because they've got a boat nearby, and I think what Stay maybe happened, or maybe it's not. Maybe they're from the hostel up the road. I don't know, and that's where they just like it because it's picturesque. Is it, is Who it, doesn't it, like sitting by a lovely river on by a bridge? Yeah, but you said the car park. Well, yeah, it's a car park, and then there's like a bench, and then there's a bridge. And, oh yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's there, and so I think. What happened a while back is Norwich had a load of sort of travelling boats, like people who have, have no fixed abode, who have the boats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they cleared them all out from there. Yeah. And then they all sort of made their way to little provincial staiths here and there. Ah, uh, right, That yeah, might yeah. also be a part of it. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, they ended up in, it's a lovely place if you, if you yeah. Like, if you had to pick anywhere, yeah, yeah, London's yeah. a nice place. So you got you got dodgy boat people. So if you're not right ne'er do well, we've got enough of uh, you lot down here. Can you yeah. just find you know try Beckles? Yeah, bugger off. Yeah. Let's move on to opinion whores. Lovely. Oh, you, you said that with quite some passion there. Yeah. Yeah. What do we do in this section? Well, Kai. In this section, we identify a piece of opinion whoremongery pervaded by someone else in the entertainment industry. I think this section is going to be a bit shit today. Because uh, yeah, we've got Alfie Brown and out, and you've put Leo Curse videos. Yeah, and, uh, then, and then the Leo Curse video was mainly about Alfie Brown. No, oh, was it? Because Alfie, yeah. Alfie Brown made a show about eight years ago, and uh, he... It was all about racism, and he thought that would give him an opportunity to use the N-word frequently in it. I could be wrong, and it's come back to bite him. I think he didn't want it online, but now material like that doesn't uh, doesn't really age very well. Um, he thought that having a show and, and bringing attention to racism, he could use, you know, a, 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 I think he's fairly middle class, isn't he, Alfie Brown? A white middle class man yeah. thinking that he's got free reign to use the N word. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, and isn't he edgy? Isn't he cool? And yeah. it d- didn't work. He's come back to bite him on the ass. I don't know where his career's going now, but he did cancel a couple of gigs um, well, it, and swears that it was his choice, not theirs. Well, it, it, there's some good context on a, a YouTube video that Leo Curse has put out. I'll just say about Leo, uh, great act, and I, I've known him for as long as I've been doing comedy. I mean, he was an open spot when I was, and he's just gone on and done other stuff. Didn't you get a bit conspiracy-y? 
No, I don't think Leo did. No, okay. No, he um, he he he's he's riding that right wing course. And I think he went to Edinburgh Festival with a show that's something called something like um, "I'll Teach You How to Be Right Wing" or something. But it attracted a load of left wing lunatics, bloody lobbying him and what what have you. But I wanted to say the whole notion of the opinion horse bit made me think of people like Leo because he's made a career out of opinions. And, and, and like a, a good one. I, I, I kind of wanted to touch on that a little bit. But his opinions may well not be necessarily up your street, but they're extremely well executed. No, he's one of those acts. I saw I saw him at Cambridge Comedy Festival a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, and he was smashing it. He was on the main stage and he was brilliant. Yeah. He is absolutely piss funny. Before, before he did all this, uh, before, he now does sort of uh, observational long form kind of comedy. But he used to do puns. And, and I, I booked him a few times as Pun Man, where he'd come out in spandex with a let, big letter P oh, on. Right. Okay. And he was brilliant. He, I think he was a UK punning champion one year as well. So, he, he, no, he was good. I've got, I've got a lot of time for his work. Uh, but his uh, his opinions are can be a bit divisive, and he he he's properly monetizing the woke anti woke thing. So why aren't you why, why haven't you booked him? Booked in recent him. in recent. I've not been able to. Okay. Yeah, generally I've not been able to. Try, no. I would book him. Um, I think he does a lot of telly now. He's on he's on the much maligned the GB News. Oh, so, okay. So, so with that lot with us, Simon Evans and I think your 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 wasn't your mate on there? Um, Ian Stone was on there. Yeah, Ian Stone. Yeah. yeah. So there's a few few getting a bit of telly work out of it. So I've got a lot to them. The GB but News is uh, is going, isn't it? Is it's it? Making massive losses. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's hard to do a TV station, isn't it? Yeah, it's not. It's easy. hard enough doing a podcast. Yeah. Mate. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, see, yeah. I mean, it's up against it. I mean, they, they should just turn it into a YouTube channel, shouldn't they? Well, I hope they all made a bit of money out of it. Yeah, I hope so too. Let's move on to. Oh, are you ready for this? Are you doing it? No, you're going to do yeah. this one, and I'm going to put some echo on it when it comes oh, round. All right, let, let's put the warning up there so I don't have to uh, apologise for it later. Oh. There's going to be some echo. Um, yeah, I think I think there might even be there might even be some eerie. No, no, no! I won't go too far. He's going to do put... it. Go, go, go to town on it. Okay. Got and uh, I mean, I, I'll, I'll put everything into this guy, but I must warn you, I've got a bit of a hangover. You keep telling me that. Do, do I look sympathetic? No, you. No. Are, and, you, are and... you a bit hungover yourself? No, no, I'm not. Do I look it? A bit peaky, am I? Look a bit peaky. No, yeah, that was last week. I'm still recovering from. Uh, yeah, I did. A, I did have some San Miguel's last night. Yeah, you mentioned that a few times. Yeah, yeah. Just for. Um, yeah, it was actually. It was actually. It's hard to put them down, isn't it? <laughs> Once you pop, <laughs> okay. Here we go. Hellfire and damnation. In this section, we outline a scenario where each one of us has been wronged, or where we think someone or something should be thrown into the pits of hell. Ooh. I, I might have peaked there. Do we need to do that again? Because I, I don't think so. No, I, right. I don't. I don't think you do because. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you needed to do that. That that bit there. That that bit after. I think um, should leave it in. Well, I, I probably will. Um, I think I cut it out last time, you, you, and then I left it in on the video. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I can do that. I've got the power. You have no control over what stays and goes. Last week, actually, was the la- first was the first time 
I've edited it and you haven't listened to it and I've just sent it out there. Yeah, you, but I do know you can unedit it once it's out there. It's very oh, yeah. hard though because once it's out there and it's automatically downloaded. Yeah, yeah. I took a chance. It shows how much I trust you, Kai. Because oh. I went out on the piss in the. And I thought, I don't think I've said anything that would get me sacked or cancelled. No, we were very good last time. Yeah. Yeah. So, you've put getting wrong glassed. Is it bad? Yeah, you yeah. You want to yeah. sh- chuck wrong glass in? Oh, I tell you what, the power of the pod, right? The power of the pod. I was at the White Horse. and uh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and um, I, I mentioned to Simon, I got a pint of bitter A. But it was in a bit of B glass, so it was wrong glass. It was off oh. brand, and I know that Simon wouldn't normally do that because he's re- really particular to the point. If you order a gin and tonic, right, he, he has all his staff trained to pour just an amount in, and then present you with half a bottle of tonic with the label turned in exactly the right direction wow. on the bar. So he's really particular about this thing. So, um, and I'm knowing how particular he was. And, and, and because I'd been given the wrong branded drink, uh, bitter in the wrong, I, I, I mentioned it to him just to pull his leg, really. And the first thing he went, he went white and said, oh, that's not going to go on the pod, yeah, is it? Yeah, right. It, well, yeah. It, it, it never happened, just to say it never normally happens. But I wanted to know, Kai, where do you stand on it? Do you, do you, do you think it's a, you know, I mean, I, I got part of uh, Corona the other night when I was in a hotel. And they gave me in a Bex glass. And I must admit, I was like, those, yeah. those Corona glasses are really, really nice. And It used know. to happen in places like the Jub, the old Jub. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. You know, yeah. And it's usually a glass which has got that kind of, um, you know, the hard water white all down the sides where they've yeah. washed it badly. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. it'll happen in like social clubs, you yeah. know, in places like that. And And where do I stand on it? Yeah, it's disappointing, isn't it? Especially when you get like a, it's a like nearly a five, like a it, Stella yeah. in a Carling glass. Yeah, it's fuck not right, off. Yeah. And and like <laughs> a, Sam, a Sam Miguel. Yes, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Touch. Yes. Fist bumped me, brother. No, yeah. no, no to yeah. wrong glass. That could get that could fuck right yes. off. Yes. Um. Or, oh, however, you can sell me a drink of of any any type of bitter in a one of those dimpled. Mug glasses ah, any day of the yeah, week. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. They, they, they. That, that's okay. Can you imagine in the seventies when they they had them like all up, like because they were big in the seventies, weren't they? Yeah. Imagine the fights. People's schools must yeah. have been absolutely crushed with those things. Yeah. Oh, speaking yeah. of which, what, speaking, speaking of, which, of skulls getting crushed. Yeah, exactly that. Um, um, <laughs> this just in, and this is, this is a comedy hot off the press news. The, the the gig in Norwich last night, apparently it kicked off with chairs flying everywhere. Oh, did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one, of our, one of our listeners uh, oh. uh, uh, let, let, let us know. One oh, of... that's a shame, isn't it? When it's... when violence breaks out at a, at a gig. Yeah, it is a shame, yeah. For, for the sense of balance, and I've mentioned this on a pod before, I did a gig in Galston about 10 years ago, and it properly, properly kicked off. I've, I've, I've told you about this on a pod before, but it really was like the old K Corral. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so it does happen every so, now and then on Friday night as well when people are just drinking too much too quickly. You can't predict anything like that happening though. I've, and I've been at that gig in Norwich, and it's a, it's, it's a good gig. It is a really good gig. So I don't. Are you be, just saying but, that now, just to... no, no. Well, I am, I am saying it for balance, but uh, yeah, well, I don't we didn't be... we didn't say where it was. It, it's a good gig. 
Uh, it's not as good as WCB comedy or Shaft of Wit. Oh, I'm glad you added that at the end. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't have to say that. Right, so uh, this is going to be a... F- have you got any important information regarding Sean Walsh at the Ocean Room? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what this was, occasionally you get complaints, right? So when when uh, Sean Walsh uh, bailed out of the gig that I've got on the 28th of April and I replaced him with uh, Paul Sinner, despite there being a, a disclaimer on, on the ticket site saying some acts may well be cancelled last minute, we chose to refund people should they not want to attend, given that he's pretty high profile and people would be going purely mm. because of him. So we, we what we did, um, so we knew the gig would be viable uh, and we, you know, we, we, we want the reassurance that the, the gig wasn't going to crash and burn if Sean was no longer headlining. We emailed everybody who bought a ticket. The email was headed, caps lock, important information regarding Shaw Walsh at Ocean Room. So it definitely wasn't... Was that the subject of the email? That, that was the subject of the email, so definitely not a circle. If, you, if you've got tickets to that, you're opening that email out, right? You know, that's why it's written like that. And you sent that to everyone? Sent that to everyone. Got a letter of complaint. Somebody missed it. Because we, we put a deadline. You know, we, we said you got a week, and we got one person saying, saying, I saw the email, and I thought it was just a circular... And this is shoddy customer service. Don't don't go all contrary me on this one. I can see what you're about to. Yeah. But we give them we give them the opportunity to 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 cancel. All I'm going to say is this. All right, just just on balance. If anybody, just be careful. If you put in the subject title of an email that you send out, all the words in block capitals, they often get spammed into into spam boxes. Did you not know that? Well, this didn't happen. Well, yeah, but there may be lots of people who didn't get your email at all. That's all I'm saying. That's all. I just wanted to uh, just lay that on the table. Oh. Yeah. If you put it in capitals, it, it, it my on my Wix thing, it says, oh, don't put it in capitals because it gets, yeah, because why are you shouting at me? Yeah, shout, shouting in the subject title. I, I just thought I'd say that. It might not be the case. But that happens. You got me worried now. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, well, I don't want to worry you unduly, but that is, a, yeah, you shouldn't really put capital letters in. And it's a really long title as well. well usually 30, 30 characters well, is usually all right. where they go. Spam filters, they can go into <laughs> uh, the pits of hell. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, add but the lady who sent this, yeah, go on. she was chancing her arm a little bit, I think. She had, she, she'd seen it. She just hadn't got around to cancelling. And she was saying, for personal reasons, we booked to see Sean Walsh. So straight off, that sounds like a nonsense. For personal reasons. Everything's for a personal reason. And she, and she was after saying that, well, um, yeah, we were really shoddy uh, customer service, and, uh, and which I really took umbrage to because we, we gave we gave her the opportunity to get her money back, right? No, yeah. qu- no qualms. She missed it. That was her lookout, right? Oh, you're hard. You're yeah. you're hard. Hard yeah. customer we've, service, and, and we've replaced with Paul Siller. I mean, it's not a shoddy replacement. That's pretty bloody good. But to sort of say that, I think she's just one of these people that. If I complain and whinge really loudly, I'll get what I want. Well, Pablo, the customer is always right. Not this one. Well, no, honestly, you need to one. learn a little bit of of, um, of customer service. She's going into the. 
picture no, of how no. she is. Send her my way. I'll give her a discounted ticket to come and see one of my gigs instead. I might do that thing. I'll say um, you can have two free tickets to another gig as well. Ooh. As long as you don't fucking come. <laughs> I've put insurance fuckery. What's this guy? Well, now, I had a slight problem with my car. When I was going to London a couple of weeks ago, I heard a big stone hit my windscreen. Right. And I thought, oh, that was a big stone hitting my windscreen. Yeah. Um, carried on. About a week later, a crack started emerging. Oh, yeah, that and happened. It's, and it's spreading. And so I found at my insurance company, £100 excess to get the windscreen replaced. Had a text from the insurance, uh, from, from Autoglass yeah. to say, oh, you're insured. Let me, let me find it. It said this, right? It said... Your insurer has paid for your vehicle to have its critical touch points sanitised during your appointment. That sounds like a sounds like a happy ending. It does, doesn't it? My critical touch points are going to get sanitised. Well, you can't knock that. Well, I'm thinking, yeah, the insurance is paid for it. I'm not, well, you know, that's just adding, how much do they charge to have my critical touch points sanitised? This is the sort of shit that puts your premiums up, basically, isn't it? Ah, right. Yeah, this is yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah, who, I don't need my critical touch point sanitized. I'll take well, it, thanks. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. Don't, don't knock it till you've tried it. <laughs> <laughs> Will they? <laughs> um, yeah, so, so I thought I'd put insurance fuckery in there because they're always trying to claw a bit of money. Yeah, yeah. They, they must be. I don't know. How much, how much are Autoglass charging for that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, as well, you know, what, what's going on there? Have they offered to do it, or is it part of the service? Are they, are they in cahoots with the insurance company? Make, make sure they put the right window on, because if, if you're not careful, I had a guy come round to mine, and, and he was putting some dodgy shit window on, and I said to him, yeah, so the, uh, the, the window screen wipers are still going to sense when it's raining. He's like, what? So, well, this one that you just put on hasn't got all the bits on it, and it hasn't got the, uh, the little, because I've got a Mondeo. Ooh. It hasn't got the, uh, the, the, the line. Oh, right. That's interesting. The, the, the wires that go through that sort of melt the ice and that. Yeah. So, uh, so I've got, the, I've got all those little wires on my, yeah, on my yeah. I've told them it's a heated one. Yeah, well, you've got to make sure that the, when the guy turns up, he doesn't try and fob you off with some cheap bit. That well, thank, thanks for telling me. Yeah, yeah. So, well, he's cleaning my critical touch points. I'll say, yeah, yeah, yeah. you missed a bit. Yeah, well, exactly. Um, I, I've got a bit of insurance fuckery as well, actually. Go on. Well, um, about a year ago, minding my own business... Going driving down the A one four six, it was like a cream. It was like a scene from bloody uh, like a Christmas movie. All these bloody deer like glided across the road, and one of them just twatted into my bonnet, then bounced off the other side of the road. Ooh. So a massive deer shaped bump in my bonnet, dead deer by the side of the road, which is no, no, not pleasant for the, for for anybody, especially especially the the deer. So anyway, I've got. A th- was there an old lady saying "Why, why" <laughs> in the background, cradling its poor, yeah, yeah, smashed and, head? And, and the partner was there, just making what? deer noises at him. Yeah, what? <laughs> whatever deer. Why? Was. Yeah, but, and, and, anyway, right. So fast forward to uh, me getting insurance. And I got it fixed with my insurance. That was fine. But I went to renew my insurance, and then they wanted to know what claims I've made and whose fault they were. So, thinking quite literally, I said that I had a bump, but it wasn't my fault. But they said, your insurance is cancelled 
Because you've lied on your... This is what they told me. They said, you've lied. You said it, you said one of these claims wasn't your fault. And she said, well, I finally managed to work out what she, what, what she was on about. She was on about the time the day bumped into me. So when, the, when they ask you if something is your fault or not, what they actually mean is, can this be put on anybody else's insurance or not? Yeah. Because me thinking, it's not my fault when a day decides to commit Harry Carey and jump on me and nearly wipe me out. Right, it's the day's fault, right? Mm. But the day's not got insurance. So, no. but, but so when you when you when you tell like, but they cancelled me insurance, so I had to qu- very quickly go with somebody else. Yeah, anyway, yeah, great chat. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Let's plug our gigs, Pablo. Have you got any to plug? Yeah, I've got oh, a couple. You've, you've I've got, got loads. I've got a few more bubbling away, which I've, I was meant to sort out this morning, but I was a bit hungover. Okay, yeah. Um, I've got Swaffham uh, back on the menu. I've got Whiz Beach back on the calendar as well. Um, as I said, in July... Uh, do you know what I've done, though? And I've just realised it. I've booked two gigs for July the 15th. So I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be here and there. One's in Whiz Beach, and the other's going to be down in, uh, in Hellsworth. All right. So um, I don't know. I'll, I'll stick down here. I'll just send. I'll, I'll send. Uh, what do you want me to do one for Ian you? Up, take, Ian up there. T- take the profit. Oh, well, yeah, you wish. <laughs> what profit is the answer? I haven't even booked any acts for yet. So yeah, I've got a few uh, in July, um, and I, I think uh, by the time this one goes out, I've got Glenmore next week. That's going to be great. And also on Tuesday, if anybody is hearing this before Tuesday, the fourth of April, uh, we've got Mark Steele, Desiree Birch, Josh, Josh Pugh. Ah. Um, on at the comedy store for yeah, Craig that's Craig this Cameron week, isn't it? With Phil Nickel. Set your microphone. Be... I will. I've already emailed him to say to ask if he's up for a chat. So oh, I, I love Mark Steele. Right yeah. yeah, so we might well have something to play with there. He's well up for it. He's going to be singing songs. Oh, fantastic! Well, say fantastic. Is, is he any good at singing? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I can't imagine with his voice. He's got a very distinctive and South London he, drawl. He must play the piano as well. Oh, right, he's, yeah. he's stuck a Chaz and Dave song on at the end as well. It's going to be. Yeah, it yeah, should yeah, be. Maybe, maybe he's good. I mean, he likes his sort of hats and stuff. Yeah. I don't know why that relates to whether that being musical. I just made that connection. Um. Yeah. Um. He's got hats. He must be funny. Yeah. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> Who have you got? Twenty uh, eighth of April, Southwold Art Centre and Goldston's Ocean Room. I have Sean. I don't have Sean. I have. I have <laughs> oh, Paul what, Sinner what headlining. There? Shut up, guy. We have a uh, Paul Sinner headlining. We've got Ben Briggs, who does a good podcast, by the way. And who else have we got? Uh, I don't oh, know. We've got Britain's Got Talent semi finalist and all round good egg, and good chap. Noel James. Noel. No, Noel James. A headliner in his own right, really. So, you know, I'm, I'm billing it as a double headline gig now. Oh, are you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that works. And finally, let's go on to the uh, the bit we call... Contrition. And this is where we like to apologise for things that we might have said out of line. I haven't got many things to apologise for. Yes, you have. I haven't. You have. What would you like to so, apologise for? I've written it down. I would like to apologise to all the imaginary people who don't exist and who I have had arguments with about things that didn't happen. Yeah. And I said, you should apologise to all the people who agreed with me and said that they did it too. You're all mental. I'm not apologising. I'm not apologising. Well, you should do. Because they're not mental. This happens. I've been messaged, uh, Steve Felton, double vagina bowel named Pie... He, he he messaged me to tell me that he does it. He's a man of good standing. I just thought I thought more of him than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Somebody else did as well. No. Oh, Chappy uh, um, goes to one of one of your gigs. Said that he does it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. What was, what's the name of that chap? Well, he said that he has imaginary uh, arguments with imaginary people who don't exist. Uh, It's not normal behaviour. It it really isn't. It it might not be normal behaviour to you, but a lot of people do it. It was on the promoter mouse thing, wasn't it? Rob Harley is his name. Uh, What did he say? By the way, this is how how Rob speaks, I, I imagine. By the way, I'm compelled to back up PP, brackets, Pablo, forward slash Paul, Close brackets. On episode 14, I regularly get annoyed about things and people that I've never met and situations that have never occurred. Now, Rob Harley is a fine, upstanding member of the community whom I've never met. And if I did, I might have an imaginary argument with him. So you do do it? No, I don't. I definitely don't. I'm pulling your leg, Bablo. Right. It's not normal behaviour. It it's is the sort normal. of thing you get locked up for. No, well, there's a lot of people that need to be locked up because... Uh, well, the, it's the, the pe- reason why Charles Bronson is not being released from prison. Cause I, he- I, I've been absolutely inundated by two people telling me that they do it as well. Yeah, all, all two of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, There'll be more. There'll be more. But this is like your, your other um, compelling evidence where you asked three people something and they all came up with the same answer and you therefore said that's conclusive evidence that this thing is a thing. No. Yeah. Anyway, um, I've heard a rumour uh, which came from what you wrote down that you've been pissing in the gym shower again. Yeah. I thought I'd have a little... Pablo, little please stop doing that. <laughs> I don't know what you, you get. Seem to get a kick out of announcing it to everyone as well, isn't it? Is it some smutty? Is, it, is this the sort of thing you you go when you go jogging past the dogging sites and you're you're telling everybody I pissed in the shower? Uh, I just let go. I, I don't know. It's, it's, to me, it's like it's like a safe version of arson. I can't believe it's, it's, it's like you know. I mean, I can't set fire to things <laughs> because. Because even though that would be satisfying, it's just not right, is it? Uh, but anyway, my what I can do is have a piss in the shower in the gym. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I just, just let not, it trickle down. No, you I, I don't. I don't spray against the walls or anything. You're not winning any. Yeah. You're not winning any friends with this one. Right, I'm lying. I didn't do it. No, good, good. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't. Because yeah. if I you... just couldn't forgive anything to say sorry for, so I thought I'd say that again. Look, um, I don't believe this for a minute now. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm denying it. Because uh, if anybody um, has Pablo Donaldio on their gym membership, I think have a word with him next time he comes in. Shall we? Um, shall we draw this one to a close? Let's do that. Yeah, because you're off down the pub, aren't you, for the fifteenth anniversary of, of Simon Peck at the helm of the White Horse? They've yeah. got a band on, haven't they? Yeah, they've got a band on. Uh, Truescape, they're called. Okay, they're down there quite often. I, I, I have it on good authority. Oh, I like it when you start yeah, this. Yeah, this, this is a, when you start a sentence. Uh, I've uh, I found out uh, through actually one of our listeners, the, the one who's uh, fond of uh, men with nice arms, uh, Mister okay. Simon. I'm not Gibbs. a patron, Gib. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not a patron. I'm, I'm a loser currently. Yeah, go on. Um, he reckons Beverly Callard yeah. will be there tonight. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So his his lovely Mrs. Steph knows knows Beverly Callard. Oh, she knows her. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get down. Yeah. So I sent a message through saying, "Come, you know, will she, will she give us a soundbite for the pod?" Oh, 
I'm going to wash my ass tonight and come down. Yeah, you yeah. just get, get yourself down there, man. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got a note back saying, depends on what mood she's in. I'm not so, bringing my microphone with me. No, that look a bit... Yeah, you're going to look mental, aren't you, down the pub with a microphone? Yeah, with my big fat yeah, blue <laughs> yeti going, oh, oh hi, Bev. Uh, <laughs> hi, Bev, I hear you, uh, yeah, I hear you like the Promoter Mouth podcast. Would you mind telling people to encourage them to listen? Yeah. How does she talk? Um... Well, she's on Coronation not... Street, she's uh, A up and oh, you know, A up. She's she's married to that uh, Northern Ireland, a Northern Irish chap, Jim. Jim, what's his name? Jim uh, Branning. No, 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 Jim. Jim Owen. No, oh. Jim. Jim will fix it. What's he called? Jim Jiminy. Jim Jiminy. Jim Jim Giroux. Just short guy. So, as we draw to the end of this one, Pablo, thank you very much. It's a Saturday afternoon. You're off down the pub. I'm off to edit this, and then I might join you later you're a, with Bev Callard. Yeah, you're, you're a trooper. That's what you are. Yeah. So, let's bring the music in, and let's... Bye, listeners. Say goodbye. Thank you very much, especially the Patreons. Thank you for listening, and we'll and, and, uh, see you next week. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.